Sabrina Petrofessa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. And today we are talking about Werewolf by Night. Yeah, the uh, back to the MCU, which this is very interesting because nothing about it technically had to be MCU, you know? They could have just made this a little, like, fun one-off Disney, like, Disney Plus show, you know? I mean, the thing is, is, like, that's what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. it's literally based off of a Marvel comic, so that's why it's a Marvel property. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But it's, but it is, like, a Marvel comic, like, serial. Like, it's like a one-off, just like a... Mm. Oh, okay. Nothing. Like, I mean, there might be more to it, I don't know. Um, but it's not a puzzle piece. Yeah, it's not a puzzle piece, and I love that about it. It was so fun. And, like, I- so this was teased, what, D23? Comic-Con? We got, yeah. like, the trailer, or, like, bits of it in, like, a smash cut of trailers. No, we got a trailer. We did get the trailer, okay. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like... I hadn't heard anything about it, like, no plans, no... So I was like, what is... Like, how does this slot in, right? Right. Um, And the wonderful question... The wonderful answer to that question is it doesn't slot in. Yeah. It is just a fun, like, Halloween, like, movie thing. Like, it's not even a movie. It's, like, 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah. One and done. And that's it. And it's beautiful, and I love it, and it's... And it's so fun, and I yeah. feel like it just, like, really is such a perfect little genre thing. Yeah, this is everything we want the MCU to be doing with genre. Yeah. Like, it got, it understood the assignment. It really did, and I, I like that it, like, like, it wasn't strictly speaking, like, <clears throat> it wasn't strictly speaking, like, a horror right. show, or, like, um, like, I, I, like a monster thing like it was a monster thing right and um it just it just like didn't play up that like the monsters are the monsters mm-hmm. and i kind of loved that because yeah. so okay so basically here's the thing should i do um, cast first or are you gonna do plot do cast do cast okay do cast. yeah uh so werewolf by night tv movie 2022 directed by I'm going to say this last name wrong. Michael Giacchino. There's a two season. I'm Giacchino. Sorry. Writing credits. Teleplay by Heather Quinn and Peter Cameron. Story by Heather Quinn. uh, Created by uh, Gary Conway, Michael G. Plug, Roy Thomas, and Gene Thomas. The cast is Gail Garcia Bernal is Jack Russell. Laura Donnelly is Elsa Bloodstone. Harriet Sansom Harris is Verusa. Kirk R. Thatcher is Jovan. Jovan? I don't remember his name. Uh, Eugenie Borderant is Azarel. Leonardo Nam is Leorn. Daniel J. Watts is uh, Barrasso. And Carrie Jones is Ted. That's all I got. That's that's the most important. Oh, well, uh, Rick D. Wasserman is the narrator. Okay. That's, that's most, that's most of it. I mean, there is, like, it's a very also really small cast. That's pretty much the the speaking roles. Well, because it's, it's a very, like, tight circle. I don't know. Like, it's not like, so uh, the premise of it 
is um, Patriarch Monster Hunter dies. Mm-hmm. And he is the keeper of the Bloodstone, was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Um, sorry, I watched this a couple weeks ago at this point. Uh, so he's the keeper of the Bloodstone. He's dead now. So um, I guess typically he would have passed it on to his daughter, Elsa. Mm-hmm. But uh, Elsa, like, ran away or decided not to follow her her father's like training methods yeah it looks like her and her mother left the family yeah Mm -hmm. um so her so elsa's stepmother is kind of like overseeing this competition right her stepmom sucks stepmom sucks yeah and i kept thinking it was olivia coleman but it's not like (laughs) i just kept thinking that it was right um so they're on this like the compound like the father's compound and they've trapped a monster on the compound Mm -hmm. the first person to kill the monster and take the bloodstone from the monster which is like on him yeah which according to the lore of this like makes is like really uncomfortable and like really painful for the monster Mm -hmm. um and makes them like more dangerous or whatever um the first character that we see on screen actually is Jack, which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. Um, because in my head, I, w- I was thinking, like, well, the first character you typically see is your main character, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So seeing Jack first, I was like, oh, okay, like, we're following him. And then we mm-hmm. were getting the Elsa story, so I was like, okay, so secondary important character, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I, I was like, okay, so it felt like Jack's story at first. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's also that thing where, like, they wanted us to trust Jack. For sure. Yeah. So by showing him first, our immediate bias is, you're the first person I see, you're the first person I trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of the, of the show, of the movie. He also seemed the most outsider, so it was through him we were kind of getting the rules explained. Yeah. So... Yeah he's coming through and there's a bunch of other monster hunters there and like they're talking and whatever and then the stepmother explains the game i didn't it wasn't clear to me at first that fully it was fully okay to murder yeah monster hunters it was later when she's oh so at the end of her explanation one of the hunters is like we all earned our place and she Elsa just gets to walk in because the other she's not a hunter and she said she's and then the stepmom says like don't worry she's fair game and I was like does you can kill her and then as things went on I was like oh you can kill anyone yeah I was like I I was kind of surprised by that like I didn't realize that that was part of it because when she was like oh like don't worry she's still fair game I was like yeah, it doesn't look like she's getting any advantage over everybody else. Like Right, like, she's still a competitor. Yeah. yeah. She's still just, like, a competitor. If anything, the only thing that, like, you know, she jumped the fence to be able to just be there at all. Yeah, but yeah. Whatever. So the fair game comment, I still wasn't like, ah. Um, but then, yeah, we get, we get on to the, like, field, basically. Mm-hmm. We see Jack going through because he's first because he's first and then we see uh he comes face to face with elsa and they both are like maybe let's not do this 
I think they, he says it first. Yeah. Because she's it first. like gearing up. And he's yeah. like, what if we just walk by? <laughs> let's, let's, what if we just don't do this? And that's when you realize. Well, actually, a beat later is when you realize that this is a fight to the death. Yeah. This is a fight to the death. It's not that everybody is just like trying to find the monster mm-hmm. and trying to like incapacitate their competitors. They're trying right. to kill their competitors. Yeah. Last man standing. Yeah. Um, Honestly, like, I don't think that the fighting was all that interesting. It was just very, like, oh, they're fighting. Yeah. I think it was cool. Like, when she, when she, like, chops off that guy's hand and then, like, murders him with his own weapon. The, so, throughout all of this, the, so everything is shot black and white, and the tone is very old school, like, like, tele TV special over-the-top music and lighting yeah. kind of like not a parody but like a riff off of like a hitchcock film so like dramatic shadows yeah um every like that's one of the things that i was confused about when i first we were talking about it a while ago was like is it set in like the 1940s or is it because you can't tell um it is set in modern day everything's just black and white um so i didn't know obviously i knew it wasn't gonna be like straight up horror it's gonna be like fun pg-13 jump scare horror Mm-hmm. So when she cuts off the other guy's arm, I was like, oh, it's that. Like, this is what we're in for. It's also, again, it's not violent. Like, I was fine with it the entire time. But okay. that was, like, the first signal of, like, where the violence bar is. And yeah. I was like, oh, we're not going to do, like, a, a single, like, cut on the cheek or anything like that. Like, oh, no, you're, you, you're losing limbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And getting I shot think, through the chin. <laughs> I think it was kind of, like, not comical violence, but like extra. It was just extra. Yeah, it's and I, I can't think... I don't know what to call it, but it's like the Sam Raimi Evil Dead type violence of like it's very gruesome, but it's not like um what is his name? It's not Tarantino violence. It's not violence for violence sake. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was a lot of fun. Um we find out though during this portion of the of the competition that Elsa wants the bloodstone for whatever reason I think she just thinks it's her birthright she wants it like it's not ever made clear why she wants it other than like she believes that it belongs to her Mm -hmm. she just wants to end like she just wants to end it she wants yeah yeah and like she hates her stepmother and her stepmother is like the worst yeah, her stepmom sucks. So it's like anything to just mess with her stepmother, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, like, Jack and Elsa get caught in, like, a crypt together. Yeah. Uh, they get stuck, and they're trying to find their way out, and they're like, okay, like, let's not kill each other here. Like, that doesn't help either of us. We're gonna die either way. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's just not do it to each other right. in here. Um and like they get to talking and we basically find out i mean i think at this point we know that jack is trying to save the monster yeah like, i the think monster's right his friend before or like like cut in between elsa's fight with the two other competitors you get the reveal of jack talking to the monster and being like i have a plan we're gonna get out blah 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 the monster's name is ted ted so jack and ted are talking it's like, okay, we're going to figure this out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the crypt, he's basically telling her, like, I don't, like, 
he's not a bad guy. Like, he just yeah. looks like that. Yeah. Uh, he's my friend. Mm-hmm. Not all monsters are monsters. That whole thing. And she's just like, I don't care as long I as I care. get the blood stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. This will yeah. piss off my, my stepmom. I don't care. Right. So she helps him. And they figure out a way to get out of the crypt. Well, she figure, Elsa figures it out because she's staring at the coffins and is like, oh, wait. My great aunt whatever. Yeah. Was a psycho mm-hmm. and thought that if she was ever a reanimated corpse, she'd need a way out. So she put <laughs> keys to the crypt. I in loved her that. Coffin. It was one of the. That was such a moment of writing that was both really clever and really stupid. Of like, yeah, sure. I mean, I didn't know how these characters were going to get out of the, the crypt, so let's go. It was. It was it, great. It was fine. It was perfect. And yeah. like, this is such like a silly thing anyway Mm -hmm. that yeah it made me laugh like i just thought it was fun yeah um so they concoct a plan um jack is gonna throw a bomb at the wall Mm -hmm. elsa's gonna find ted and get the bloodstone from him Mm -hmm. and they're gonna you know they're gonna finish their deal and go away Yeah. yeah uh unfortunately ted doesn't know how to set the bomb off (laughs) Elsa shows him and then he immediately sets it off yep and that just kickstarts everything yeah so now they're on like a really rushed I mean something had to go wrong I think this was like halfway through the the show right um so now they're like rushing to get get this thing figured out um Mm -hmm. for him to throw the thing at the the bomb and like Elsa needs to find Ted it's a whole thing yeah they the, the bomb is supposed to stick to the wall. It does not. Jack is fumbling <laughs> for it. It's like a lot. I think this is what I love about this is that they are like fumbling around kind of. Yeah. And, yeah. The like, characters oh, are no. super imperfect. Yeah. Because you think you know how this is going to go. Like badass, yeah. hidden monster hunt, like all these top tier fighters and like a monster. And then like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just they're fumbling around and trying to figure it out. And mm-hmm. they're they're not as good as it is you think they are yeah (laughs) um and he finally gets the thing like in a place to explode the wall um and ted comes around but everybody kind of gets caught in the blast right and the bloodstone ends up on the ground and jack like an idiot (laughs) reaches for the bloodstone I know, which I, my assumption is one, he did not know better. He, he's not bright. Two, who knows? Maybe he thought because he was in human form, it wouldn't detect. So stupid. Like, at, so at this dumb. point, the second that he talks to Ted, you're like, oh, okay, he's also a monster. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're not surprised yeah. that, like, when he touches it, he gets kicked back. Yeah, yeah. But everybody else is. Right, because he's he's fully human. He looks human. He doesn't Mm -hmm. look like a monster. So why would Mm -hmm. they think he was a monster? He said he was a monster hunter. Yep. So with over a hundred deaths. Which. Yikes! I believe that number. I believe that number. Right. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I don't think he really said. Did he say kills or deaths? He said deaths because everyone, and the, again, the stepmother introduced, did, did all the introductions. Yeah. So she, she said kills and he said deaths. 
or she said kills for everyone else. He was over a hundred deaths, and that's why it stuck out to me. I like just couldn't that, remember that if he even used like death language or not because, yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't strictly speaking talking about like killing the monsters, but like helping them or something. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he gets he gets blown back. Elsa and Jack get taken away. Ted yeah. escapes. We yeah. love Ted. He mm-hmm. escapes. Um, they get taken away. Then they wake up and they're in a cage together. Mm-hmm. And Elsa's pissed. Yeah. And she's also kind of like, great, I'm going to die. A brutal death. Yeah. Because yeah. she's like, you're going to kill me. And yep. he's like, no, 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 I've got everything under control. And she's like, no, you're an idiot no. because they're going to force you. Right. To kill me. Right. Like, they're going to, uh, like, they're going to trigger matter. it. And you're going, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, and that does, in fact, happen. And when he realizes that's that's the thing, he, like, starts just, like, sniffing the hell out of her. I know. It was so sudden, too. Yeah. Well, because I think what's... The desperation. Because, yeah. like, you see it in his face. Poor, poor man's heartbroken when he... he realizes what he's in for and how he's about to be used. It's kind of like the classic... Um, werewolf storyline mm-hmm. you know where the wolf is this uncontrollable other persona and the mm-hmm. wolf could could be responsible for killing someone or something and like right and you as a human like you don't want to deal with that like you do, I'm mm-hmm. not deal with it but like you don't want to be responsible for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like very much like he has done everything he could possibly do to prevent causing harm as a werewolf, right? Right. He even says, like, I only change at the full moon and I lock myself up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he has a whole thing, a whole plan, mm-hmm. a whole situation, um, which is fantastic. That's sweet um, for him. Yeah. And so he's, he's like, genuinely... And you feel so bad for both of them in this situation. Yeah. Because... Absolutely. It's, it's definitely, like... There's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Like, if if he does change and he does kill her, he didn't kill her though. Like, yeah, he the doesn't want to. Did. Yeah. It's it's like when you um, it's like when you, I have been watching a lot of Criminal Minds. It's like when you get in those episodes where the like murderer makes one of the victims murder someone else. Yeah, and it's like yeah. now you're a murderer, and it's like no, bitch. They never right. would have killed someone if you had not literally created the situation in which they were forced to do this mm-hmm. or make that mm-hmm. choice. Yeah, this is your fault. You killed mm-hmm. them. Yeah, <laughs> those episodes also always mess me up. <laughs> yeah, always. It's always like they're always like the most horrific ones mm, especially mm-hmm. when there's a survivor at the end and you're like oh you gotta deal with that now yeah yeah you gotta deal with that now um moving on um they do i don't remember how did they how did they escape the cage he transforms and he's so strong um he breaks it he breaks out so uh, the way they, the, like, the fun effect of it is he wilds out and he 
So the, the stepmom has her arm through the bar of the cage with the stone in hand to yeah. make him change and to rile him up. And as soon as he changes, um, he pr- like mauls her arm. <laughs> so a bunch of guards come in with like taser sticks and create a bunch of smoke effect. And once it, the smoke clears, you see the top of the cage is ripped open. And Elsa is still alive. Elsa is still alive because he sniffed the hell out of her and knows her and is like, It worked. You've done nothing wrong to me. Right. Um, I'll remember you. And what I I still kind of feel bad that this man was forced to murder a bunch of people when he clearly doesn't want to do it. But Mm -hmm. also, like, I don't care. (laughs) Murder those people. He was. He's so strong as a wolf, as, as a werewolf. Like, I mean, that's the point. But, like, yeah, you see, you seem like nearly single-handedly take out a lot of the room. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's and like, then of course, like Elsa climbs out of the gets free too, and you see her and her own fight sequence. Some of the other hunters who are like trying to yeah. kill her because they all yeah. want her dead, and it, it's a very like. I sort of do want more of this universe because I don't understand it. I'm like. Why, yeah. as monster hunters, are you trying to kill other monster hunters? Because once you do that, isn't that going to be like... The, yeah, your population is going to be like two of you versus yeah. who knows however many monsters. Yeah. Maybe it was just this family, like this the cult-like nature of this family. Maybe. For the stone. Who knows? There, um, sorry, I'm backtracking. Cinematically, there was some pretty great... I don't know if they were technically one shots, but it felt like they were taken in one shot. Um, Cause like the smoke clears and then uh, Jack goes on a, a rampage. And there's this one particular really good shot of him just like tearing at some guards um, because you see the, like this emergency door very, very slowly close. And there's like blinking lights and a lot of smoke. Um, and it's the, it, again, it's like a one shot. Um, or one take, and it, you just see the fight and him, like, killing all of these people in, like, the flashes of the emergency lights. It's yeah. very good. Oh, and there's blood on the camera. At one point, he, like, rips and bands ear off, and the blood flecks onto the camera, and it stays there for a really long time. I always wonder what that means when they when they allow for something to hit the camera like that right you know because it has to be a the purpose a a A purposeful move like they are not they're not doing it by accident right so like what does that mean like are you the viewer there like Mm -hmm. why maybe it doesn't mean anything maybe they're just trying to like show the violence of the scene the brutality of the scene of like this is going everywhere kind of situation. But, you know, I, I I was, I always am like, Oh, like they chose to do that. Why did they choose to do that? And I, and I think usually when you, the viewer become aware of the camera, that means something. It means, it either means like a break of immersion or Mm -hmm. it's trying to like put you there or, something i don't know right i mean maybe i'm not like thinking critically about this today um and maybe i will have like a really smart thought about it in like two weeks but right it just is something that i think about in that like 
are are I don't think they're trying to say anything like so huge, but like what's the point? Why do it? Yeah. Why do it? Why have it so that there's like something on the camera lens like that? And yeah. maybe they were using practical effects in the scene and it just happened like that. But if not, right. Then that means someone had to have added that in post production. Yeah. I I mean now that you're talking about it, it made me think of like you're supposed like the whole point whenever you watch this carnage is you're a witness so like that's supposed to be like shocking of like more immersion of like look at this violence look at this rampage look at this monster kind of a point of view of like you're supposed to be like shocked by the violence so much so that like it you know it literally clouds your view and the other thing about the that trick is you don't really notice when it disappears like so the door shuts into blackness um and it then it will cut i don't remember shot by shot but like it cuts to elsa and then once you're on elsa's point of view uh the the camera's clear again you know but i was cheering for jack i was like yeah absolutely the entire time you're cheering for jack but i think that's one of the things that the blood on the camera is supposed to maybe it's supposed to make you wonder of like is jack in there you know like you're cheering for him but like is he going to come back from this you know yeah or this isn't the jack you know or like um make you self-aware of the violence and you're like oh you're cheering on violence right now yeah um yeah and should you because again it's pg-13 stuff but it's pretty brutal it is and also like elsa has to get into some pretty bloody fights yeah um they they both have a body count at the end of this fight they do and um at the end of this the stepmom is dead and Elsa is the owner of the Bloodstone. And one of the, like, servant people comes through mm-hmm. and is like, Ma'am, what, what would you like us to do now? And yeah. she's like, clean this shit up. Clean it. She sits down in a chair. Yeah, the most important thing is, um, so Elsa takes care of everybody. Uh, you, She kills the stepmom. And then she talks to Jack. And Jack, like, does, like, a very wounded uh, werewolf jack um and she has to blast him a few times with the stone to get him to calm down and he he tackles her and they do the eye contact thing and then he like recognizes her and he escapes with jack ted. escapes with ted and the way the stepmom dies is she like wakes up and she looks like she's gonna shoot elsa because um the stepmom is terrible and then ted comes back and disintegrates her love it it was awesome we love it we love a last minute chaotic save. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually like have been trying to think like what what is the purpose of this, right? What was the what what was the story that they were telling? Like what is the greater right thing here? Um Yeah, what do you got? What was your answer? Like, if I'm trying to be, like, cerebral and shit, it's like, oh, we're trying to, like, (laughs) destroy or dismantle a system that ultimately harms more than helps. Right. The monsters aren't who you think they are. Yeah. And then the other part of me... Oh, the other way this actually ends, they they continue on with their lives. There's a very slow fade to color. Elsa's in the house while the butler cleans, and then it jumps to the next morning where... Um, Jack and Ted are just like waking up after escaping after a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it ends. 
Yeah. Um, and that was the other thing. I was like, what was the point of the fade to cut? Co- like, fade fading back into color. Is that, like... Um, mm-hmm. Is is that just supposed to mean, like, oh, we're in the real world now? Like... Right. What... What does the lack of color signify? And what does it mean that when... I mean, like, the only color we see in the whole thing is the red of the blood moon the blood not blood moon the bloodstone right um yeah. so finally when we get color back i feel like it does start with red like we find out not we find out but like we see that like she's wearing red or something um yeah it's her it's her jacket yeah and it slowly like the color comes back to the world and i i just yeah. wonder i wonder if it's like signifying like because she is now like embracing the bloodstone color will come Mm, back or it's hers to define now yeah like the black and white world was the world that her father kind of Mm -hmm. maybe it's literally antiquated like the entire thing everybody is looking at the world in such black and white terms monster monster hunter dead alive like evil good but like yeah watching it the monster hunters are not good people Mm -hmm. the monsters are good people Mm -hmm. so even though like they are thinking in black and white and they're just like just because these creatures are different than us means that they Mm -hmm. deserve to die right right but with Elsa embracing her role as like keeper of the the bloodstone color comes back or Mm -hmm. just exists at all to kind of portray that there are more shades to life than just black and white not everybody is one thing or another like I'm sure there Mm -hmm. are evil monsters out there that do deserve killing but right. no more than that they're evil humans that mm-hmm. I guess don't deserve death, but like <laughs> Right. Are they're also they're just as monstrous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I usually really like the the commentary of like humans are worse than monsters. Right. The real monsters is like us. Yeah. Yeah. Like I personally like my favorite episodes of like of like supernatural or like buffy or whatever mm-hmm. um those shows that are like steeped in the supernatural my my favorite episodes are usually when the big bad is actually a human right yeah and like there's one specific episode of supernatural where they're they think it's a monster that's like taking humans and then like they show up dead but dean and sam right. for the first like 10 minutes of the episode are like i don't i don't know what monster this could possibly be like they take right. them from the parking lot and then like they show up dead in like different ways like they just they were mm-hmm. like it doesn't make sense like there's no monster with this mo like maybe it's a ghost but it still doesn't mm-hmm. make sense like they they just are very confused um then one of the one of the brother i think it's sam gets 
kidnapped by these people or maybe it was dean it doesn't matter one of the brothers gets kidnapped kidnapped mm-hmm. and they realize that it's just like a human family who oh. are kidnapping people and then hunting right. them like right like oh yeah spo- for sport right and possibly for food Ugh. yeah i cannot remember yeah um but yeah so i like that and that episode ends with with Dean saying something along the lines of like, "Monsters, I get. Humans are crazy." Right. Yeah. Like, only a human would be this messed up. Right. Like monsters yeah. at least have reasons for why they're being mm-hmm. a monster. Like. Mm-hmm. In, in any of these worlds, right? Monsters have mm-hmm. have primal reasons for why they're doing what they're doing. Right. Vampires kill people because they need blood to survive so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah maybe they relish in the killing but it's because they need to eat and yeah, they view yeah. humans much like humans view a animals source. yeah a werewolf will kill because they are typically considered like actual animals they're just like yeah. highly predatory animals they're basically like yeah literal wolves they're literal just like giant huge wolves Mm -hmm. so that's that like zombies kill brains whatever like there's just like Mm -hmm. all monsters have reasons for being like monsters and reasons Mm -hmm. for killing and it's usually like either i kill you or i die Mm -hmm. humans kill for no reason humans kill for joy humans kill which is one of the yeah, it's just I was gonna say it's one of the reasons why I really liked this episode because like even if you knew what the theme was going to be and the trope was going like the ultimate lesson was going to be like you know that the second Jack talks to Ted you're like oh okay I I know like the way that this is gonna play out um, it's still fun it's still enjoyable yeah. and like that's a lesson that can get if it's portrayed well and this was it just doesn't get old no. I always and have a fun time with it. And I think the other thing about the faded color that I was realizing, like, I was, as you were talking, it made me realize the, like, black and white is very old. It's the family way. It's antiquated. And with the fade to color, she's like, it doesn't, we don't, the family doesn't have to be like that. Monster, like, I don't have to be like that. We're back in, like, modern Modern time with that. Yeah. I I like that reading of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I was like pulling things out of my ass when I was like trying to explain. I was like, you know what? Like, there's. I mean, why not? That's why we have a podcast. There's not like a ton to say about this other than like it was so refreshing, so fun, mm-hmm. like perfect. I mean, this is coming out late for Halloween, but like it's perfect for Halloween to just like pull up and watch with some friends. Yeah. Movie night. Like it's there. It's the perfect amount of like. Uh, anticipate and anticipating jump scares Mm -hmm. because like you know one's coming and then it still gets you but at no point is it like scary no you know this is not real horror this is it's it's fun it's spooky i'm gonna say something and i don't know if you know the thing that i'm i mean you might know of it but i don't know if you ever watched Mm -hmm. it it now that i'm like thinking about it and thinking back on it this feels like it's gonna be such a stupid thing to say it reminds me of um carmilla 
I know what you're talking of. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, so it was like a YouTube show um, based off of a novel called, like, Carmilla about a vampire, female vampire. And it's, like, apparently, like, the original novel is super gay. Like, lesbians yeah. everywhere. Right. Um, love that. I never read the mm-hmm. book, but I, as mm-hmm. any budding queer girl in high school, yeah, religiously watched Carmilla. <laughs> Nice. I loved that show. I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was one of the, it was like when YouTube, YouTubers were making shows on YouTube, but in that YouTube format. So the mm, show mm-hmm. was like a girl just moved away to college and her roommate is Carmilla who's a vampire and she's vlogging the entire thing usually from her dorm oh right 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 right, right. and like not that like the premises are the same at all but just the like supernatural aspects of it I guess like feel Mm -hmm. similar and Mm -hmm. I maybe Mm -hmm. maybe what I'm thinking is like it's a similar um not camp but like similar just like vibes like i wouldn't yeah, be surprised I, it's a, people... such a specific genre yeah of this type of horror not horror yeah that i don't know what the word is for it but it's it's not so like rocky horror is just like straight up camp but that same kind of spooky energy that's not fully comedic, but is not fully meant to scare. Yeah. What is that word? I don't know. I'm I'm literally pulling up the page for Werewolf by Night to be like, what do they consider it? You know, like, yeah. Because like, again, Sam Raimi specialized in this. Like you saw it in Spider-Man. You saw it in um, Homecoming because he does it in his other, his other mean, no like, scary movie work. Or no, not I No Way Home. No, um, sorry. Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's just oh horror, fantasy, really action, adventure, superhero is what it says. Superhero <laughs> is wrong. Those sound like tags. <laughs> I mean, that is that is what they are, but yeah. that's not helpful. No. Um, yeah, it w- Doctor Strange, you're right. Of like, I wish I knew what that word or that genre is because it's like one grade below camp. And I can't remember what it's called. Or if there's even a word for it. But that that genre. That is a specific feel. It's a specific yeah. vibe. It's just like... It's not even like horror comedy. I don't know. I don't know a lot about like horror as a genre. And part of me is like, I wish that like... If we were if we were like a popular podcast, this would be the time where I'd be like, "Hey, let's like reach out to someone whose thing is horror," and then have them come right. on. You know, because if you get into it, because um, I can't watch horror. We've discussed this. It's uh, we all know I can read horror, and it is, and like the study of it is absolutely fascinating. My roommate um, loves the stuff, so we talk about it a lot, um, and it's it's so cool. Horror is a fascinating genre. Horror is, is, and that's the thing. I think what people don't always understand is that like horror as a genre is usually 
a reflection of society in a lot of ways because it shows mm-hmm. us what we are afraid of the most like when mm-hmm. um what was that movie it um, like secret invasion or something like that like i don't know it's like an old movie i think I, that it was could like be a black a, yeah, and white I, movie where, could be movie. I, I think secret invasion is literally a marvel thing that's coming out soon but um i can't remember what the movie's called or like they come by night or something where aliens would come and just like replace you and you would be an alien but like and like you would be dead invasion of the body snatchers yeah the body snatchers yeah like because that's that's old that is an old but like i'm but the but the thing that's happening there is like when that movie came out it was around like the red scare right so the the what was scary at the time was the idea of like not knowing your neighbors of them like seeming super normal but like maybe they were a secret communist or like Mm -hmm. um everyone was living under such intense scrutiny because like everyone was ready to be like you're a communist you know like the the whole mccarthyism of it all um yeah vampires can be like a reflection on like i guess greed uh yeah and i mean you again you also see it right now with like jordan peele's entire line of work yeah um yeah like a lot of a lot of like monsters traditional monsters in in like horror and in this stuff is like just a reflection of things that society fears Mm -hmm. and i think i think it was also very interesting that like in this the good guy is a werewolf because Mm -hmm. i think um traditionally when werewolves are in media they are always treated as like the second class citizen like right um, less than because they cannot control their behaviors um yeah by nature of being a werewolf they're like animalistic not to be trusted blah blah like right and i there's this person on tiktok who um is like super obsessed with horror and like talks about this sometimes about how like Mm. werewolves are inherently like poc coded and like vampires are like white people coded because like vampires Mm -hmm. and werewolves are usually like held up in a dichotomy um Mm -hmm. and vampires are usually the ones that are like seen as like better than them or like the more Mm -hmm. sophisticated especially in like twilight right vampires mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. the more sophisticated the the better like the smarter the the more in control whatever yeah. um poised whatever and then the werewolves in twilight are seen as like horror anger monsters yeah. who hurt the people yeah. they love because yeah they're also literally the only people uh, yeah. in the like there's a lot of racism in that as well of just i mean stephanie meyer is says that if you become a vampire all the melanin in your skin goes away 
So if you're black and you become a vampire in Twilight, you become like an albino vampire. Huh. Yeah. Huh. You are no longer black, you become white. Mm. It's disgusting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah, no, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so I think it was interesting that we'll they... unpack that another time. That in this, like, they choose a werewolf because, like, it's almost like, hey, I'm taking back my story. Like, this is about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is about mm-hmm. me and getting my friend out, and we're not the monsters here. Like, right. you guys are because you hunt us, and we didn't do nothing right. to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you know what? It's a stupid little one hour long show, <laughs> which was fun and entertaining and killed some time yeah. on a flight for me. Yeah. Uh, you can absolutely, like any media, if you want, you can really get into the weeds and talk about it and like what it represents. You can make stuff up about like what it represents and like all these different aspects because I mean like that's that's the fun of it. I mean it's something to talk about. Um I don't think that was this like obviously we both know that Marvel did not set out for like a commentary piece yeah. with this thing. But it's there and available to talk about and it's fun and it makes it makes for conversation. But also what Marvel did and they did very well is they made an hour long Halloween special. And I love Ta-da. it. I think <laughs> I think like Marvel is at a place now, right, where they could be making mm-hmm. stuff that has nothing to do with superheroes and would be very interesting right. to watch. They've, they've done it. Yeah, they've done it. They've earned their clout. We're good. This m- might be up there for one of my favorite things that came out this year. Really? From the MC, like, uh, I'd have to... Uh, there's so many movies. I'd have to think and look back at the movies, but, like... This and Ms. Marvel are definitely up there for, like, my favorite MCU content for this year. Oh, we should rank at the end of the year. I think we... We should. Yeah. People were doing it last year, and I was like, we should do that, and then I kept forgetting forgetting yeah. to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And then we just didn't do it, because also, by the end of the year for us, we're kind of, like, we're, we're checked tired. out, because it's <laughs> holidays and... Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, I... I don't know if I would rank it super highly. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot of fun. Right. I think it's interesting that not a lot of people were talking about it. Yeah, this definitely slid under the radar. Yeah. Like, nobody was really saying anything about it. It was just kind of like, it happened. Mm-hmm. And it was there. Also, and... I didn't see a lot of ads for it. I mean, like, when it came out, Marvel is very much more focused on Wakanda Forever. Because, like, that's the next oh, yeah. big movie. That's the big thing. Um but I didn't see a single ad for this thing. Like, no one was pushing yeah. it. I think that kind of sucks. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like because it wasn't connected to the greater universe or whatever, like, yeah. people weren't as interested in it. Yeah. And I, and I think it's almost, like, a negative to have said, like, it was a Marvel property. Right. Because it had nothing to do with like superheroes really Mm -hmm. um like would it be funny if any of these characters like showed up somewhere else like yeah yeah but i don't want them to like have 
bigger projects or anything. Yeah, like, I don't want Elsa to be an Avenger. Like, if she cameos, fun. Oh, no, why would she be an Avenger? No. Um, yeah. There's no reason for that. I think it'd be interesting for her to have, like, cameos. Right, yeah. But, but like, not I don't want her folded into the story arc. Yeah. And, like, I need it to be a cameo that's, like, you don't need to watch that thing to know who this person is. Just, like, just show up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, like, a legit, just a, a real cameo. Like, mm-hmm. blink and you miss it. I don't need to know right. that kind of thing. Um, cause I think that would be so great. Yeah. So great. And not to, I don't know. I don't want to like rant about this again, but it, I think I've said it before. Like I, I watched the young justice, one of the DC sh- like cartoons and, um, like it's a show and it's like very good. And it's, I love it. It's so fun. And mm. after like the first season, I honestly for all of it they'll just like drop in characters and like those characters will reference other shows Mm -hmm. but will not spoon feed that information to anybody oh right yeah like in the most recent season there was like the doom patrol showed up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um but they weren't like they weren't spoon feeding us like oh well the doom patrol was garfield's old team like beast boy's old team so that's Mm -hmm. why like he feels so connected to these people it was like no like no one said anything it was just like the the guy from doom patrol said something about like working with with garfield previously Mm -hmm. and that was it like yeah they don't care like if you didn't watch that thing you don't watch the thing that means you don't get to know right and usually you don't need to know right you can watch it with the information presented to you. Mm-hmm. And I think Marvel needs to be better at doing that. Yeah. Just being like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It does not impact like, how you experience this, nor does it impact the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I just think they need to do more of that. Yeah, for sure. And I will be a thousand percent happy if they just never bring these characters back ever for werewolf by night truly yeah leave it we're good leave it as it is it's perfect we're good do more fun little holiday specials that are in the universe but have nothing to do with anything else yeah yeah that'd be great for me Mm -hmm. i feel like we have to end now or else we're going to be talking about it for longer than the actual runtime of the thing that's true (laughs) anyway um i enjoyed this i recommend it watch werewolf by night yeah it'll be a fun thanksgiving watch i guess yeah uh we'll be with you till the end of the line you can follow me on Twitter at the Sabrina Pet. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Rugo. And you can follow the podcast at EM Fangirls. And you can check out our website, EarthsMightiestFangirls.com. And you can email us at EMFangirls at gmail.com. Also, follow me on TikTok, Ask Some Fangirl. Um, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all those places. If you like this episode, if you want to hear more from us, it would really help us out if you liked and reviewed and rated us on any, whatever platform you are listening on. Thank you to Dexter Britton for letting us use their song Wonderland, and thanks to us for editing and producing. 